this time after after the the, the marathon, um, I had a ginger ale. Uh, I don't usually have uh, pop, as I like to call it, because I'm from the Midwest where we know how to talk. Episode 805 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, ways to speed up post-race recovery. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, just want to take a second and thank Mr. Ed Wilday, who is the newest patron of the show. Uh, he logged on to patreon.com slash disruns and uh, decided to send over a couple of cups of coffee each and every month to help uh, keep the show going, keep the show growing, keep the lights on, uh, keep things happening around here uh, and and take taking part. You got a message from him already looking forward to taking part of uh, the, the next round of book club uh, because uh, the book club has started up. Uh, restarted actually we, we kind of had a false start uh late last year uh tried to get it going didn't quite didn't quite take off uh but kind of regrouped learned a few things and uh we're, we're back and better and better than ever uh kicking off the diz runs book club which is a, a patreon exclusive so uh if you like to read you like to read running books and you want to help out and support the show at the same time and we're talking about a variety of running books sometimes kind of form technical uh you know physical improvement or physical learning type of books, uh, sometimes more memoirs, sometimes um, just fun, exciting, whatever, fun books, fiction books. I don't know. I don't know if we'll get into fiction. Probably. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But we'll get a variety of different types of running related books in the book club. Um, and that's just one of many perks that you can get by being a part of the Patreon crew. Um, also have the a la carte menu available now where each and every every month when you get uh, when, when your contribution comes in, you get credited an equal number of points. As the points total up, you can cash them in for free coaching calls, swag, uh, training plans, whatever. Whatever you want. And uh, the list of, of items will continue to grow as uh, as some, some things are coming down the pipeline later this year. So if you want to get on board, start accumulating points, get into the book club, all those good things, uh, patreon.com slash disruns is the link to do so. And thank you, Ed. And thank you, everybody else who's current patrons, former patrons, everybody who's uh, you know sent, sent a few cups of coffee my way in the past and uh, continues to do so. Certainly appreciate it. So Today, we are talking about post-race recovery, which this is a timely episode because as this episode comes out, I am, uh, you know, like six days out, five days out, something like that, uh, from running the uh, Goofy Challenge, which uh, you've, you've heard me talk about that when I was, I was running uh, half and a full on back-to-back days at Disney World in support of uh, team and training, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, um, and, uh, you know, just having, having a good time out there as well. It was a little warm. We'll talk about more about the race probably uh, somewhere in the future. Today isn't all about uh, a race recap or a race report, anything like that. Today is all about recovery, which is a process that I am certainly in at this point. Point and you know post race recovery is one of those double edged swords things I think for for most of us because you know I, I I'm certainly not one that is enjoying taking several days off of running uh, if it was up to me you know maybe one day and then I'd be back back out and at it right and I'm sure that that for most of you that are listening that, that's probably probably pretty similar vein of thought right you know you, you, like we run because we like to run and we we have our set routines we have our days that we run and when you're unable to run on the days that you would normally be running with the people you would normally be running with, it's not the ideal situation. Yet when you get out there and you hammer it on race day, it's kind of important to give your body that little bit of a break. All right. Uh, I'm not going to say that by taking the the post-race recovery seriously that you completely eliminate your chance of injuries after a a good hard race, 
but boy, it certainly uh, increases the likelihood that you're going to avoid injuries. And just give your body that that chance to recover, that chance to do repair work after a good hard effort. Because let's not kid ourselves, that soreness that you feel after a good hard race, I mean, that's that's cellular damage that is that you know has happened to your body that your body is in the process of repairing. Muscular damage, tears, uh, damage to the bones, stress to the bones, ligaments, tendons, the whole nine yards. That soreness is a sign that your body is in repair mode, and we need to respect that. At least I believe we need to respect that, both as a running coach and maybe more importantly as an athletic trainer, somebody who knows a few things or at least pretends to know a few things, has the credentials that say I know a few things. We'll we'll leave it at that um, about kind of injuries and hopefully avoiding uh, some of those overuse injuries that, again, are more likely to happen if we keep pounding when our body is in repair mode. So post-race, it's important to give your body a little bit of a break. And people always want to know how much time do I, how much time do I need? How much time, how much time do I have to take off? Uh, and you've heard me talk before about pain-free plus three, which is, I think the best, the best formula that I've, that I've kind of seen. Um, because I hate the idea of just saying that you need to take X number of days off, you know, after a marathon, take 10 days off after a half marathon, take five, like that doesn't make sense to me. That, that's kind of one of those one size fits all things. that just doesn't quite work versus something like pain-free plus three, where you, where you take off post-race, until your body feels pretty good, until you're able to, you know, go up and down stairs and sit down and stand up and things like that without feeling that kind of soreness in your quads and in your hamstrings and in your glutes and in your calves. Once you get to that point, give it three more days, then start running again. Just to be safe. Those extra three days, kind of a little buffer zone, just to be safe, make sure you're feeling good. You know, so sometimes after some races, it might only be four or five days and you're ready to go. Sometimes it might be two weeks. It just depends on the race, depends on your, a lot of factors uh, about the race, your pace, the distance, the terrain, uh, how well trained you were going into it, which is something we'll talk about a little bit more today. Um, but when you're in that recovery window, when you're in that, that phase of working to get to be pain-free plus three, that's where, especially when you get closer to that pain-free part and you're trying to wait to plus three, that's when the patient starts to wear thin, right? So is there a way to speed up or are there multiple ways to speed up that recovery process to maybe go to get to pain-free at three days instead of at five days? And then you just have, you know, uh, six days off instead of eight days off, something like that. Can we, can we do that? Maybe, maybe. There are some ways that you can help to, to speed up the recovery process a little bit. Is it going to be dramatic? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But if you're like me, the idea of feeling like I'm doing something, at least I feel like I'm doing something. Even if at the end of the day, it doesn't make any difference. You know, I would rather, instead of be sitting in traffic, I'd rather take the long way around. Even if it's not any quicker, if it takes the exact same amount of time, at least since I'm, I'm driving and moving, I feel like I'm getting somewhere. So when it comes to recovery, instead of just kind of sitting and waiting and letting the body do its thing, I like to be proactive. I like to be moving. And if it makes the the recovery process go a little bit quicker, that's icing on the cake. If not, at least I feel like I'm doing something, right? So here are some things that you can do that will either speed up your post-race recovery process or at least make you feel like you're doing something. At least make you feel like you're not being idle because let's not kid ourselves. Our bodies like to move. Our bodies like to do something. And uh, as runners, I think we all like to do something. We all like to be moving. We don't like to just be sitting still for too long. So here are some things you can do when you're in that post-race window. Some things that I've been doing this past week as I've I've been working on recovering from uh, the, the... the goofy challenge. Uh, and I think, I hope maybe it's helped speed up the process just a little bit. So first and foremost, if you've been listening to me for very long, you know, this is going to be on the list. So I'm going to get it to it right off the bat. Get more sleep. You could also make the argument here of getting better sleep, but getting improving sleep quality can be a little bit difficult. Uh, it's doable, but, uh, you know, just the sleep factor, our bodies do so much work, an incredible amount of work when we're asleep. 
when we're not worried about doing or when our bodies aren't worried about doing all of the other things of keeping us upright and formulating speech, formulating sentences that are coming out of my mouth right now, understanding, listening to the sentences, comprehending the sentences, the words that I'm saying right now that, that you're doing. When, we're, when our bodies are, are at rest, when we're asleep, so much of that cellular repair, repair work gets done. So much of the, the deep tissue, uh, just fundamental parts of our body, you know, regener- regeneration of, of cells, um, digestion memory for me. I mean, there's so many things that go on in our bodies when we're asleep that getting a little more sleep is, is a good idea all the time. But especially when you're in a situation where your body's worn down, when your body's stressed out, when your body's beaten up from doing a hard race, from, from pushing your limits out there for however long your, your race distance happened to be. If you can get some more sleep, you know, get, get, go to bed an extra hour, maybe a half an hour, hour earlier Sleep in an extra hour, hour later, or, you know, half an hour, hour later, because you're not running, right? You don't have to get up to get to train. So you might as well sleep a little bit more and, and hopefully that will help your body to, to do the repair work, to repair the tissues and get you feeling better sooner rather than later. So that's, that's always going to be the first thing. If you got an injury, you got a sickness, you got an illness, you got a problem going on, try to get more sleep and that's going to help speed up the recovery process, the healing process. What about number two? Another way to, to speed up the post-race recovery process, things that, that I've, that this is probably the hardest one for me, to be quite honest, and I'm not exactly sure why, but it's focusing on a good good diet, good foods. All right, I'm not, I'm not here to, to argue the merits of uh, a high-carb diet, a high-fat diet, a vegan diet, a vegetarian, keto, paleo, whatever. No matter what kind of eating plan that you follow, we all know that there's good good food choices and less good food choices. The good food choices being the ones that are nutrient-dense, right? The ones that aren't filled with a bunch of empty calories, that aren't filled with a bunch of processed crap and, and, and whatnot, but they have good quality and quantity of nutrients. So, you know, your fresh fruits, your fresh veg, uh, you know, high-quality um, proteins if you're eating, whatever kind of proteins that you might be eating. But, you know, there's, there's, there's always, in, in every type of diet that I've seen, you know, there's, there's good foods and there's junk foods, right? Um, so focusing on the good foods, focusing on the things that are going to provide lots of vitamins, lots of minerals, high quality ingredients that our body needs to do the repair work that's necessary. Like I said, I don't know why, but this is the one that I've been struggling with the most. You know, when I'm training, when I'm, when I'm running, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's something mental, maybe it's not, but I'm going after the good foods because I'm working, right? I'm, I'm taxing my body. Um, I'm, I'm focused on staying healthy and I, I want to eat the good things. But these last few days I've been, I haven't been running at all. Um, it's been a little bit more of a challenge. I've been tempted by the sweet tooth a little bit more. Uh, I've been tempted by, uh, some of the foods that are in the, in the, the closet, in the cabinet, in the freezer, um, that normally I don't bat an eye at, but I've been sampling, a little bit more than I would like to be. Uh, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I know if I could get, a, you know, if I can try to be a little bit better about my food choices, give myself, my, my body, the good food options that, that I normally eat, that's going to help the process. And I haven't been terrible. I haven't gone completely off the deep end, but I've been, I've been straying a little bit more off the reservation than I usually do. So I need to, I need to tighten this one up. But when you're in that position of a post-race situation, I'm not saying you can't have a treat. I'm not saying you can't go out and enjoy you know, some ice cream or some type of, of comfort food thing that wouldn't normally be on the menu, right? I mean, I, I've been pretty open about being fairly, uh, you know, low-carb, high-fat type of, of runner, 
And after after a good hard race, although I didn't do it after after Disney, I don't know exactly why. Usually after a good hard race, actually I did. I take that back. I'll have I'll have some type of sweet treat. Usually it's ice cream. This time after after the the, the marathon, um, I had a ginger ale. Uh, I don't usually have uh, pop as I like to call it because I'm from the Midwest where we know how to talk. Um, y'all, you soda people, you, you, you know, whatever that's, that's your thing, but it's, it's pop. Um, but I don't usually have pop ever. Um, I have ginger ale during an ultra and I wasn't running an ultra, but the team and training folks had some treats for us after the race. Uh, I was able to, I wasn't tempted by pretty much all of the junk, but man, I opened that cooler looking for some water. Saw a ginger ale said, yes, please. Uh, maybe that was my downfall. I don't know. But the moral of the story is you can you can have, if there's something that you like to eat, kind of a post-race tradition, whether it's beers and pizza, fish and chips, um, you know, ice cream sundaes, whatever it is, there's nothing wrong with taking those, taking in those, those, those types of foods. Just remember, or just make try to prioritize a little bit of balance as well. Uh, because if you're just taking in those, those fairly empty calories, you're not giving your body the vitamins, the minerals, the nutrients that it needs to help speed up the repair process. So just be, be mindful of what you're eating. And when your body's in that repair plot, re- repairing process, that recovery, that recovery time, that recovery window, give it some good things. Not just, not just kind of the junk that, uh, I feel like tends to be available at most post-race, uh, situations. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, next thing on the list, drink like a fish. And no, this isn't mean drink all the beer. Again, you can have a couple of beers. You can have a cocktail. Go go get some margaritas. Whatever whatever kind of floats your boat is, I guess, since we're talking about drinks, literally floating your boat is fine. Um, but you, you want to have plenty of water. You need to stay hydrated. Our bodies work well, work best when they're well hydrated. And that's even more so when we're in the recovery process, because, you know, when, when you're, when the different parts of your, your body specifically in this case, probably your legs, right? When your legs are sore, when your legs are recovering from running a race, those tissues, those muscle cells, those bone cells, the, 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 Parts of our body that are that are doing that repair work in those in those areas, they need the nutrients. They need the vitamins, the minerals, the proteins, the amino acids, all those things to do the work. Right? How do we get them there? Through the blood system. The, our, our blood transports the oxygen and the nutrients to our muscles, to our cells to do the work. Well, if you're dehydrated, your blood's thicker. It doesn't move as well. Um, it's more concentrated, which means that that you're not getting as good of a flow of nutrients to the area. Plus the flow of waste products out all the damaged areas of the, or the damaged cells and the, the waste products that happen because of the damage of the cell has to get taken out of the muscles, which that's part of, you know, when you start to feel better, you get some of that crap out of your muscles as well. If you're hydrated, drinking plenty of water, you got the, 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 the blood is blood volumes at its highest, right? Uh, because the, all that fluid is in your system, uh, the blood's flowing well, you're filtering out all those waste products through your kidneys primarily, which means that you're going to be urinating a lot, which again, we want to make sure we're well hydrated and we're going to be going to the bathroom a lot. You're going to be flushing that stuff out of your system quicker when you're well hydrated. So make sure post-race, even though you're not exercising, again, this is another area where I've kind of feel like I've fallen off a little bit, not drinking as much water because I'm not running. I'm not working out. I'm not getting outside and getting after it. Not as thirsty. I need to be forcing more fluids. Still drinking plenty of coffee. Don't worry about that. But need to be forcing a little bit more water into my system as well. So make sure you're drinking water like a fish when you're in that recovery window. Um, a couple other things that are on the list here that are kind of similar related in that they both help with blood flow, which again, we just talked about with the water. Getting the blood moving, kind of important to help shuttle nutrients in, waste products out. But do some soft tissue work. 
do so, you know, maybe this isn't something you want to do the day or the day after when you're really sore, but as that soreness, as it's still there, but it's starting to dissipate a little bit, get on the foam roller, get on the, the yoga mat, do some stretching, book a, book a massage or bat your eyelashes at your significant other and, and see if you can sweet talk them into giving you a massage. But, but soft tissue work, working your muscles with some, some massage action in one way or another, or some stretching action in one way or another really helps to, to, it's just a cellular response. The, the, the blood vessels dilate blood rushes to the, to the area. Um, it's just, it's, it's biologic. Okay. So you get that blood to the area again, delivering fresh nutrients and oxygen, taking out the waste product and helping to kind of flush out the muscles, flush out the area, uh, and bring, bring the, the proper things that are required to do the repair work to the area. Same thing with some easy movement, doing some type of active recovery. And to me, this means don't run, you know, uh, post, post, uh, post race recovery period. You got all the soreness going on. Um, you're, you're sore because of the running. You're sore from that running movement. Now I know some people will argue that a nice, easy shakeout run or a nice, easy run helps to, to dust the cobwebs off. I, okay. But from where I sit, why do you have to run? Why can't you do something different? Why can't you go for a hike? Why can't you take the dog for a nice long walk? Why can't you jump on the bike and go for a bike ride? Jump in the pool and go for a swim. You know, why can't you do something like that? That's, that's still active. That's still moving. You know, obviously because you're active and because you're moving, you're getting the heart beating. So the blood is flowing. That's what we want. And you're, you're working, you're, you're working the whole body. You're working your lower body, whatever it is, but you're working at a very low intensity. You're working it in a different way than what you did when you were running. So you're less likely to do kind of that same type of to put the same type of stress on your body, which could help to, you know, if you do too much of that could kind of help to undermine the repair process that's going on. I just don't see that, that getting a couple of miles is certainly no better than getting a half an hour on the spin bike or getting in the pool at the Y or whatever. Um, but I feel like it's a slippery slope. You start running, oh, I'll just run a little bit. Pretty soon you're running too hard. You're running too long. And you know, again, maybe you're increasing the amount of time that the recovery process takes instead of speeding it up, which is kind of our goal. So, you know, whatever, if, if, if you want to do an easy run, that's, that's on you. But I think it's, I think the better bet is to keep it easy and just focus on doing some other type of movement. Um, and get the blood flow going that way. Get the get the muscles pumping, which is going to f- push some of the crap out of the muscles uh, and make room for the good the good nutrients and the oxygen to come in. Um, but but some movement is good. Movement is good. I would just argue and encourage skip the running again until you're pain free plus three. Once you're ready to start running again, then run. Until then, skip the running. Go with other easy movements. So there are five things that you can do to help speed up the post race recovery process. Get more sleep. Eat good things. Drink plenty of water, do some soft tissue work, get some easy movement. But perhaps the biggest key to the post-race recovery, speeding up that process, being good to go ASAP after a good race, isn't anything that you do after the race. Instead of being reactive, instead of trying to adjust to the soreness that you have, be proactive. Get locked in on your training, okay? If your training is on point, if you're consistent with your training, doing the work, taking care of the little things in the build-up to the race you give yourself a much better chance to recover quicker because even though you're pushing it harder on race day than you have in any of the training leading up to that point, your body's fit. Your body's strong. Your body is resilient. It knows what's coming and it's able to bounce back. But when you're kind of, you know, meh, training gets a little off track and you just kind of, eh, whatever, I can do it. No problem. 
and then you go out there and try to hammer it, that's when that's when the recovery process is, is even more difficult because your body hasn't been adapted, hasn't been stressed and strained in the way that it does when we're running and training regularly to be ready to handle the load on race day without breaking down too much. So firm up that foundation, make sure that base is strong and good solid training leading up to the race. And that's probably the biggest thing you can do to make the recovery process quicker. However, it's something that you have to do before the fact you have to be out in front of that as opposed to once, once the race is over, it's too late to prepare, right? So those are some tips. Those are some tricks. Those are some ideas that I have things that I've been trying to implement a couple areas. Like I said, where I've been a little bit, uh, lax on it, but some things that, that you can do to help speed up the recovery process after your next race. Um, and hopefully that will, you know, keep you healthy, keep you moving forward, getting fully recovered, then get back to training, uh, and really help to reduce that risk of you know, lots of those overuse injuries, the, the flat, the plantar fasciitis the shin splints, the stress fractures, the it bands, all those types of things that we see way too much of in the running world. So that is it for today. Hope that made sense. Hope that will all kind of is helpful to you. Hopefully it's something that you've heard before. It's some things I know I've talked about at various points, uh, but sometimes those, those repeat messages I think are important to hear again. Uh, and with, you know, I know it's probably not too many races quite yet, uh, but spring races are starting to come around the corner. So these are some good things to keep in mind when you get to your spring races this year. Uh, and any time of the year, of course, anytime you're listening to this, whenever you have a race coming up, recover, make recovery just as much a priority as you do anything else. And that's going to take you a long way. So what do you think about this episode? Let me know. Shoot me a tweet at Dizruns uh, on an Instagram. Also slide into the inbox there at Dizruns. Uh, Dizruns at gmail.com is the email address. And of course you can head over to the show notes today. Dizruns.com slash six or six. Come on, Diz. Dizruns.com slash eight zero five is a link to take you back to the show notes. We got memes. We got gifs. We got the whole nine yards. We got some links in there as well. Um, but uh, you can check that out and leave a comment down at the bottom of the page there as well. Last but not least, if you want to join the support, the cause on Patreon, patreon.com slash disruns as P A T R E O N.com slash disruns. You control the amount you give, you control whether you want to, you know, add to it, subtract to it, cut it off completely at any point down the road. It's all, all in your hands and every, every little bit is certainly appreciated certainly helps the cause. So thank you again to Ed and everybody else who's already a patron, who's been a patron in the past. And if you've been thinking about it, we'd love to have you join the party as well. So until next time, that is it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. If you did tell a friend and until next time, be well, take care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you. 